everyone, and welcome to another episode of Heavy Pages, a divorce journal. I am Josie, your host, and I thank you all for joining me today. Uh, looks like this episode or this journal entry for today's episode is a doozy. It's like three or four pages long, and it looks like there might be some drama inside that one. I haven't read it yet because I like to read them with you guys so that you can get my authentic feel. And yes, I have read them before, but it's probably been a few years since I have looked them over. So it's as raw as almost being the first time I've read them. Okay, with that, let's just get into this one because I have a feeling this is going to be a long episode. And this is going to be for Monday, April 5th. I'm sitting here looking at this email from Guy. I have not opened it yet. I think it would be best to write what I'm feeling first while it is fresh in my heart and mind. Here goes. Guy tells me he does not love me anymore and thinks we should take a break. And he moves out. I suffer and cry and want him back. I push and push for an answer and he says it's over. I move out of the house and I freak out. I say it's not over and he will come to his senses. We talk and I ask him if there's hope for us and he says yes. Then I see him and we fool around and then I ask him to work on us and he says okay. I ask about going to the retreat and he says okay. I ask him to go to therapy and he says no. I ask if he is reading the Dr. Phil book. He says no. I have a really bad day and go see him. We talk. He tells me again that he loves me like someone he spent a lot of time with, not someone he wants to have a future with. I say, well, maybe we should go on dates. That may help. He makes comments about things like me getting internet in this house, and I freak because it sounds like he is not planning to have me back. So all these things, they are screaming at me that Guy and I are over, but I do not want to listen. I still feel hope. He is not with anyone else. That means something. If nothing else, I have that to hold on to. Well, I do not have that anymore. Today, my neighbor told me that she has seen this girl at his house two times. God, you have no idea how it felt to hear that, how it felt to sit there and listen to someone tell me <clears throat> that we, someone tell me that there was a girl at my house, that there has been a woman at my house. I cannot explain the feeling. It was like I could not breathe. Like something was crushing me to death. So I called him. I called and very calmly asked him if he was seeing or dating anyone. <clears throat> I asked about this girl in a blue car and he said that he has been, that she has been there, but not alone on one day. And the other day she was there to practice salsa with him. Then we left together in her car because she dropped him someplace whatever. You know, even if she was just there to practice with him, he brought some woman to my house. He was there alone with her in my house. The house I left because 
the house I left because I knew he had no other place to go. The house I took my son away from. God, how much more do I need to realize that this is over? How much more do I need to see and hear to realize that this is over? It's over. My love is not enough. My love will not fix this. My wanting it will not fix it. If I saw this happening to any other woman, I would say she was stupid and blind and a fool. Why am I being stupid, blind, fool? Why do I do it to myself? Because I do. Even the last email where he said to me that he did not want to go to therapy because it was not something he wanted to do. Then he said that he enjoyed the date and it made him think about us and that he said, I do not want to say more or something like that. And stupid as I was, all that was hopes. I was taking crumbs. I'm taking crumbs from a man and living off of them. Who the hell am I? Who am I that I will take little bits of nothing and hold them close? Who am I not to see that he does not care? Not to hear his words and read his actions? Well, that's over now. It has to be. I need to call it quits. He took a woman into our house. He changed the message on the answering machine. Every time I hear it, it sends me a very clear message that I just do not even listen. But it's there, clear as a bell. Well, I'm listening now. I need to. I need to call it over. Forget about the retreat and forget about hope. There is no hope for us. I need to see and accept that. I need to understand that it's over. I need to tell my heart that every day from now till it gets it, because it has to be. I need to get that clear. Okay, now I will read the email. I know I should not, but I am not that strong yet. Well, I read it. And how does it make me feel? Pretty much the same. There was nothing new in that email. Do I believe that this girl is just a friend? You know what? I do. But it does not matter. When I read that email, it just tells me stronger that we are over. Why? Well, because he comments on there about how I'm jealous of his having friends and that even if I say different, that basically I do not mean it. You know, he sees me so different than I see myself. But if I am even halfway the way he says I am, then, then I don't know, then we should not need to be together. God, I know I'm not perfect, but I do feel that he sees me in a very poor light. And if I have turned into that, if I have turned into what he says, then I need to step away from him to fix myself. I was never a jealous person. If I'm one now, it's because I have lost all self-confidence. And that has happened because of this relationship. Also, it says in there that he wanted to go on the next date because he wanted to show off to me about his dancing. If I'm honest, I know that we're going dancing and we would fight because he would not like how I did it or I would be so uncomfortable and not be myself because I wanted to please him. And that also tells me that he wanted to show off, not just be with me. Then last, he says that he really meant what he said about enjoying the date and that and that that made him want to try and see if we could reclaim or some thing of his feelings. If that email was sent to anyone but me and I read it, I would be like, wow, that's sad. And you're still fighting for this? Try and see why the hell am I fighting for? Scraps. 
Why do I fight so hard for try and see? I'm worth more than try and see. I am worth more than my time is worth more than sitting here waiting on him to love me again because that is what I have been doing all of this time. Waiting on him to come to his senses. Waiting and hoping and pushing and chasing. What a loser I have been. But it stops today. This is the equivalent of reading the letter from my ex-boyfriend that his best friend gave me. This is the end. My life becomes my own starting today. And it will be okay to cry. I will cry for what I have lost, but I will do so knowing that it is truly lost, that it is the end. Wow. Well, I thought there was drama. I didn't remember what exactly went down, but I remember now after reading it. Oh, and clearly, deep down somewhere, I still kind of feel a bit of that sting, pain. It's not sting. It was heartbreaking, devastating pain at that time. Trust me that I say this while I'm basically crying, but I'm, uh, I've been over him for years. It's not about him. It's just about the pain, you know? The, I guess that pain is to your soul. And this isn't him not really even cheating on me because honestly, I do believe that he wasn't cheating on me. I mean, I guess it depends on what you think cheating is because later on, he does start dating this girl. So clearly he was interested in her. So I don't know if that's cheating. I thought we were working things out or trying to and he was entertaining a girl that he had some interest in dating so maybe it is but not in the way that he was sleeping with her or or anything like that so but I remember I remember going to visit my neighbor and I remember her telling me about the car and I do appreciate that she told me I needed to know it I really did need to know it I needed that shock to my system to recognize that we were over that, that I was fighting for a lost cause and I really just needed to give up. So I needed her to tell me and I'm grateful that she told me. But man, man, did it hurt like hell to hear it. And again, the running theme, my house, my house that I left, my house that I loved, my house that I walked away from because I was weak and I was stupid and he's bringing some freaking chicken to my house that I think angered me more than anything is I gave up all of this for his comfort and he's bringing freaking women in there and of course my neighbors knew me my neighbors knew that I left my house and he's bringing some chick there and everybody's seeing that and I'm over here thinking that we're working on things and I'm looking like the fool Oh, that it was not it was not good. It was not a good time. It was not a good time, but it was what I needed. It was exactly what I needed. And I know that still later probably I'm hoping that it hadn't ended, but this gave me the boost that I needed. This gave me it gave me the nail in the coffin that I had been looking for. It really did because I would have just let him string me along. 
I would have just kept taking the crumbs. I would have just kept fighting for us because I didn't remember anything else but being a wife and a mother and everything else was scary. The idea of everything else was scary. So I held on to it for dear life. But thank God that I had a shred, a shred of self-respect, which is funny because we just talked about that the last episode. But I had enough self-respect that when I heard that he was bringing girls into my house, no, no, there is a line that should not be crossed. And that was the line. And that was the end. So as much as that hurt and it hurt and it sucked, it's what I needed. It's what I needed to be able to finally accept that this is over. And when you look at the journal entry, before I say what happened, I do clearly point out that everything that has been said has been me. I pushed for it. I pushed for it. I pushed for it. If I hadn't have been pushing, it probably would have been over the day he would have moved into his into the hotel that one time. And then he would have figured something else out. That just wasn't me. That wasn't my personality. And part of it was control. And part of it was like, no, I'm not ready for this to be over. So I'm not going to let it be over. And I dragged it out to my detriment. Could things have gone worse for me? Definitely they could have. But I still dragged it out and gave myself more pain, so much more pain. And well, well, the pain of this girl in my house, the house of my son and I, the house that we walked away from, that was just more than I was going to bear. Wow. Well, you know, I think I'm going to leave it there because I don't know what else to say. It was a very emotionally painful episode and journal entry. But I think this is the start of something else. And I'm ready for it. So I hope you guys take something away from this entry. And if you have anything to share, please feel free to do so. You can reach me at my website, www.heavypagespodcast.com. And I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you've had an experience like this on either side, what your thoughts are, what your thoughts are about how I handled it or reacted to it. That's all for now. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye.